Chapter 13, Reluctant Farmer, Happy and I pulled up to Church Farm School in September of 1966. It was a country boarding school located in a little town called Powley, about 30 miles outside of Philadelphia. The school property was surrounded by farmland. The main campus had well-maintained sports fields and tennis courts. We drove up to the main building, where we were met by the headmaster, Charles Schreiner, he introduced himself and I asked, what is this school for? He replied, this is a college prep school. But we run things a little differently. I thought the words college prep didn't seem so bad, so I nodded, you will have four hours of school every morning. Then in the afternoon you will do four hours of farm work. Farm work? I looked at Happy. He shrugged, what do we do on the farm? I asked Mr. Schreiner. You take care of pigs, chickens and cows, and when they are all attended to, you follow the hay truck and toss up the bales as the truck goes by. That sounded horrible, nothing like what I expected at a college prep school. I'm sure my face showed my annoyance. Find your cottage across the highway, he said. He pointed down a lane that was surrounded by trees. Happy and I walked to the path and found an older student, who showed me to my cottage, it was a white, two-story building with brown accents. Inside, the common area had hardwood floors and white walls. There were no decorations, only institutional-looking rectangular sofas with matted fabric and wooden armrests. The older student showed me upstairs to my room, which was tiny, about four by six feet in which to fit a small bed and dresser. It was like Woodmont in a way, but with no picture of Father Divine and no view of peacocks or the rolling hills of Gladwine, it seemed more like a prison. There were twelve boys in my cottage, all headed into the seventh grade, like me. That first day some of the boys and I got together in the common room to try to figure out what we were doing there, what is this place? I asked. Each boy in the circle shook his head. None of us knew exactly what the school was. It doesn't sound like college prep, I said. One of the boys replied, I heard it's for boys who don't have fathers. Another said, I heard it's a place to send kids when you can't handle them. Both of those possibilities stung me. If I was there because I was fatherless, or because of those hateful words I'd heard that day my mom abandoned me at the Divine Lorraine Hotel, your mom can't handle you, then I was facing another betrayal. None of us really knew the reason we had been sent there, but I had my suspicions. I thought Mother Divine wanted to get rid of me like she was getting rid of everybody else. While none of the boys could give me a definitive answer about what Church Farm School was, a few had insider information. First, they said our house mother had been nicknamed Mama Fletch, but she hated it, so we were only allowed to call her that behind her back. We were also supposed to cough the name Mama Fletch in study hall when she was teaching. Only when she was far enough away that she couldn't figure out who did it. Then I learned that if I got in with the right group of boys, and had a little bit of money, I could smoke cigarettes on Friday nights out at the soccer fields. But the most important bit of information came from Ethan Allen Andrews III, since he had been there before. He said, if you do sports in the afternoon, you don't have to do farm work. I smiled. I had been great at sports at Gladwine Elementary. It was how I'd made all my friends. 
I knew then I would sign up for every sport that Church Farm had to offer. That first semester I held my own. I was making some friends and settling into my classes, but my academics left a lot to be desired, I could excel in one area, though, in the great variety of sports offered on campus. I signed up for tennis, track and field, long jumping, high jump, javelin, discus, shot put, wrestling and soccer. I had inherited my father's athleticism and quickly moved up to varsity wrestling and junior varsity soccer. I was also in every event in track and labeled one of the fastest runners in the school. Thanks to all these sports, I thought, I had managed to get out of doing farm work. But when wrestling season started and I was moved up to varsity, I got a reality check. Coach took us out to the field and said, the best upper body workout you can get is lifting 40 pounds over and over again and throwing it until it feels like nothing. Then the hay truck pulled out and zoomed down the path between rows of hay. Go get M, he said. If you miss the truck, you're going to have to chase it. We ran after the truck, grabbing bales by the twine and tossing them up to the truck's bed. My forearms burned, and my fingers hurt from the rough twine. When I missed a bale, the other boys would shout, gotta run. I would huff and puff chasing the truck. After a few practices, I really had it down pat and had gained the strength to grab the bales whole from the sides, not by the twine. Grabbing them that way. I could toss and run, keeping up with ease. One day a rainstorm rolled through, and I thought for sure we would get a break from tossing hay. No such luck. Coach said, still gotta get those bales. In the rain, the soggy bales were almost 100 pounds. At that time my wrestling weight was about 105 pounds, and there I was, tossing my body weight up onto a truck and running with it. I kept up better than anybody thought I could in sports and tossing hay. Some of the other boys, especially the older ones, didn't like it. One day, in between sports seasons, I was given farm duty. A few people were in charge during farm chores. One was Big Earl. He was a big, round man who wore dirty overalls. He was so strong he could carry a full-grown sow under each arm. If he got pissed at you, he would kick you in the ass so hard you'd go flying up in the air. Big Earl would tell you where you were going to work that day, pigs, chicken or cows. The other adult in charge was Charlie Farmer. Specifically, he was in charge of chickens, and he wasn't much better than Big Earl. We used to joke that the CFS in Church Farm School stood for Charlie Farmer Sucks. After Big Earl gave us our assignments, he'd send us off to report to the juniors and seniors. They loved giving me and the other underclassmen the worst jobs. One day, a senior sent me to the coop to scrub chicken shit. It was a disgusting job. The coop was so hot it made my sweat run through my clothes. Chicken crap splattered all over me while I worked and my hair was filled with feathers. When I had finished scrubbing I headed back to the barn to report to the upperclassman in charge that I was done. He sent me to the barn to clean up cow poop, I was pissed. Got a problem, scrub? He asked, using the name the older boys had started calling me, especially when I bested them in sports, no, I said brightly holding back my anger. I didn't want him to know he was getting to me. 
I went to the cow barn and noticed somebody behind me. I didn't like people standing behind me. And I spun to see three seniors had followed me into the barn, get away from me, I said, two of them grabbed me and threw me against the wall, pinning my arms to the side. The oldest boy stepped forward and said, you think you're hot shit, don't you? I didn't say anything. Anger flashed across his face, and he pulled his fist back. He punched me in the stomach, I tensed up and the hit barely registered. After a season of tossing hay and all those sports, my stomach was all muscle. Is that it? I said, he punched me again and again, but a smile never left my face, in frustration, he reared back and hit me square in the face. It was so hard it knocked my head back, and my skull hit the wall, he'd hit a switch. Something superhuman came out of me, and I knocked the two guys holding me together. I screamed and must have put the fear of God into them because they went running. I chased after them and beat the living daylights out of them. After they were down I followed the other boy back to his cottage. I bolted up the stairs to his room. Just as he was closing the door, I put my foot in the way and pushed the door open. Fear spread across his face, and I punched him, square in the eye, knocking him out cold. That was the last time anybody tried anything with me at that school.